Hey, sunshine. Did you see I didn't say good morning, sunshine? That's because this your special edition of my morning thought. So it doesn't always come out in the morning. And there's no particular day that I can tell you it's going to be coming out. It's the special edition. It's those days when I just have a whole lot more that I want to talk about and not necessarily about my morning thought. But I still want to share them with you. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Hey, y'all. This is my special edition, and I'm going to entitle it In the Valley. Hmm. Okay, so I had a conversation yesterday with, uh, I'm going to call her out this time, with Shell, and she said that, I think it was like, we're going to have to get you out the valley. And I don't know what my face looked like, but there was lots of puzzle marks going off in my head. Like, what do you mean? And then she goes on to say that, you know, and listening to my podcast, she's like, how many times you talk about your ex? Um, and one time I think I even said my husband. And I came back and corrected it, my ex-husband. And she's like, we got to get you out of that valley. So I'm like, hmm, what do you mean a valley? Okay, so I want to say thank you for listening, and I may be rambling a little bit because I'm trying to process this, because I struggled with the thought of her thinking I was in a valley because I mentioned my ex-husband. So if you listen to my other podcasts, you know that um, I share my morning thought, and then I try to... You know, like God gives me a word or a thought or a phrase and then scripture that kind of aligns with that. And then I also try and share what that might look like in my life. You know, like some place where I've lived that too or some place that I want to live it so that it can have real meaning. So it's not just some abstract thought. So, um, in that, I talk about my family, my friends, and my life experiences. And part of that included my married life. Now, I don't want you to get mixed up and think I was married for 30 years and then ended up divorced. Mm -mm -mm. Let me back you up. He and I dated in high school. We were high school sweethearts. So we dated for forever, it feels like. And then we were married. Now, we were only married for, what, seven years? We got married in 89. And by 96, we were divorced. So don't get it all twisted. But it was just defining in my life. Now, maybe some of it had to do with I may have had this wrong conception of what life or love or marriage was to look like. You know, maybe I had romanticized it and even fantasized what it was supposed to be like. So therefore, in the marriage, I may have had some 
false expectations. Um, but I always wanted to be married. I mean, as a very young kid, I always dreamed of being married. I wanted to be married and I wanted to have four kids. I wanted two girls and two boys. I wanted my boys to be the oldest so that they could take care of their sisters. See the pattern? I had made all this up in my head. But anyway, I enjoyed being married. I enjoyed all that marriage meant. Being together, taking vacations together, watching TV together, going to the movies together, going to the park together, whatever. I enjoy being married. And when my marriage ended, I was totally devastated. But it didn't turn me off from marriage, nor did it, well, after a minute. <laughs> I didn't see my marriage as something that I wished had not happened. Um, my kids are a product of my marriage and even now, my ex and I are friends. Um, so, I mean, that may be a little different, I guess, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't hold any grudges against him, and I don't think he holds any against me. So I'm not saying I was all right and he was all wrong, nor was he all wrong, and nor was he all right and I all wrong. Now, it is 2023, and as I said, I've been divorced since 1996. So <laughs> some might think that I have something against marriage. I don't. I still think marriage is a wonderful institution. Um, do I think that I'll be married again? I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaning more to not, but I'm okay with that. Like I devoted my life to my kids and then my son died and I raised his kids. So my kids and my grandkids and now that my kids are all grown and out of the house, now I get to learn who I am. So I get to become Barbara. I get to grow into who I am. And it's funny, there are like things that I may like doing or find myself interested in doing that I didn't even realize that that was something that I liked or might even like because for so long, I only did what was good for all, not just considering me. And then there are things that I realized that, oh, well, I didn't even realize I had that talent or that gift because it was never nurtured. But that's okay. Now I get to become Barbara. I get to figure out who I really am. But this, as I said, it's going to be called In the Valley. Because Shell challenged me and said that, you know, I need to get out of the valley with respect to my ex. Now, let me come back and say, my ex is remarried. Um, and there is nothing romantically um, a romantic between he and I. Absolutely nothing. Um, even before he was married, you know, I can remember saying things like, you know, if 
he was down and out and didn't have anything and no place to stay, I think I'd take on a second job to help him. But, I mean, to help him have his place to stay, he couldn't stay with me anymore. I mean, it's just the way it is. And I don't mean that from any ugly standpoint or perspective, but it, that's just how it is. So when I start thinking about in the valley, you know, I'm looking up like, what is the definition of a valley? Um, and, you know, so in my head, what I first thought, like I even said, well, maybe I'm on the upside of it. But when she first said it to me, and I'm thinking about a valley, you know, I'm thinking about this land that sits in between hills and mountains. So this this low land that sits in between the hills and the mountains. And is the valley a place that I need to get out of? Because in the valley is usually where the rich soil is. There's a, usually a river running through it. Um, it usually blocks you from the weather because you have mountains or hills on either side. So do I really want to be out of a valley? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been pondering about that I even woke up thinking about it again this morning um, I don't feel like I'm in a valley and I feel like the things that I talk about are just the experiences of my life and it was defining markers for me I talk about Hurricane Katrina a lot because it was a defining marker for me Hurricane Katrina changed my life my divorce changed my life those things that I experienced they're part of who I am and I don't feel like I'm in a bad place so then I started thinking, am I hindering my living? Like, am I not living fully? But I don't feel that I am. I feel like I have completely surrendered my life to God. And in that surrender, it has given me freedom. And in that freedom, I have life. Um, I talk about those things and remember those things but I also think scripture causes us or calls us to remember all through scripture there's markers there's remember this as often as you do this to write these things down to so there's so many places in scripture where I'm called to remember so because I remember those things and allow them to Remember, I said my past has to be a guidepost and not a dictator for my future. So I don't feel like my past is dictating my future, but I do feel like it's guidepost. Like the things that I remember and I keep in front of me are for my benefit. So maybe I need some help. If you know me. <laughs> Tell me, do you think I'm in a valley? If you don't know me, tell me, do you think using your past as your guidepost is a bad thing? Like, do I have to pretend like my past 
never existed? I don't think so. I think pretending my past didn't exist is unhealthy. But I need to embrace it so that it doesn't keep me down. And I don't think it's keeping me down. I know I feel like I'm rambling. So I probably am. But I need some help. Tell me, what do you think? Being in a valley, what does that feel like? And does me embracing and using those things of my past as examples, is that being in a valley? Does it mean that I'm holding on to it? Does it mean that I'm not moving upward? Because I guess being in a valley means that I'm in the low portion and there's places I need to be moving higher. So because I hold on to those past things, does it mean that I'm not moving higher? So whether you know me or not, try to answer that question for me. Does holding on to those things or using those things or allowing those things of our past to be a guidepost, does it keep us in the valley? Does it keep us from moving higher? Now, if you know me, then I want you to think about me and my life. And what do you think? Do you feel like I'm in a valley? I might have to call Shell and we might have to record some of the conversation because I, I think I want to talk about it some more. All right, guys, that's my special edition in the valley. I want to hear from you. Remember, you can always... Reach out to me if you have my number via text or call me or if you see me, stop me, tell me about it. Also, you can always go to the website www.mymorningthought.com or send me an email at barbara at mymorningthought.com. Thank you again for hanging out with me. Have a fantastic day. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music is by Ashat Daniel Yen. And remember to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. See you next time.